0: book of Proverbs. The purpose of the book of Proverbs is to show how wisdom brings the good life. Proverbs is teaching you how to obtain the good life, how to be blessed, how to prosper. The good life is a life of peace, stability, joy, and prosperity. And yes, it is a little bit of the little health, wealth, and prosperity gospel. And by means, I am so anti that message. However, there is a little bit of that. There is a little bit of that. God is a good God who says to which of you who would ask for bread would you give your children a rock? There is a certain sense that God wants you to have a good life. He wants you to be blessed. He wants you to be happy. He wants to have things. The problem is when we value those things higher than God, we make them into gods, or we start walking away from God and pursuing that thing only. The problem is disordered love. It's not having good things is bad. It's when we value those things higher than other things that makes it bad. So this basically says if you do this, this will happen to you. And if you don't do this, this will not happen to you. And we've read enough Proverbs to see all those. However, it is very important for you to understand that Proverbs is not giving you a promise. Proverbs largely sees A retribution principle of a direct relationship. If you do good, it will go well. If you do not, it will not go well. That is by far the foundational idea that's going through the Proverbs. But this is very important for you to understand. But even in those phrases, Proverbs understands that that's not always true. It is going to subtly, subconsciously hint at where Ecclesiastes is going to go is largely, firmly rooted in, this will lead to prosperity, this will lead to destruction. But there's an undercurrent that's subtle that says, yes, that's not always true though. It's not blatantly there, but it's subtly there. And you must understand, Proverbs is not offering you promises or guarantees. Yes, largely speaking, if you raise your child in the way that is right, They will go well with them, and they will not depart from those ways. But Proverbs is not making a promise that that is guaranteed. That is not guaranteed. And I know parents who have hung and been angry at God when they feel like they've done everything right. And I don't blame them for that anger. And their kids have departed from them because they misunderstand Proverbs as a promise. And it's not. If Yahweh, who is the perfect, most divine being in the entire universe, has his children who walk away from him, then how much harder is it going to be for us who are fallen and flawed? And if this is a promise, then Yahweh himself has failed miserably with creation. This is something i hold on to as a parent. Okay? I know I'm going to screw my kids up. Okay? And, and I know I'm not doing everything perfectly. But I'm trying oh so hard but one of the things I, and, and one of my greatest fears is them walking away from God and walking away from me. That haunts me more than anything else. And I don't mean a haunt like I think about it all the time in a paranoia kind of a way, but in an undercurrent, that's my fear. But I had to hold on to the fact that in the end, even Yahweh has children who walk away. And so I cannot beat myself up if it doesn't work out well in the future, because I could blame myself to the ends. And there's it's not my fault all the time. I bear some blame as a sinner, and then maybe some huge ones, depending on where I might be as a dad one day. I don't know where I'm going. Um, But if I do everything well and try to pursue that path, even Yahweh has children walk away. But I also find comfort in the fact that even Yahweh knows the pain and the sorrow of children walking away. And we need to understand that's the light of Proverbs. Proverbs is not making promises. It's not making guarantees. It's giving you general principles. Okay? You can hedge your bets that majority of the time, and largely speaking, it will go like this. And even if you don't prosper in the health, wealth, and prosperity sense, like that corrupt dictator who's persecuting and massacring his own people is, it will go well for you in the joy, peace, and hope that passes all understanding sense. And that's important for you to understand that the blessings of God are more than just physical prosperity. Prosperity, They're also internal contentment and satisfaction despite your circumstances. So this is the purpose. And you must always remember that as you're reading it because we're very tempted to say, but God, I did it and it didn't work. The goal of wisdom of Proverbs is to mold the reader's character in the image of God. <clears throat> the major one goal that is the by far the driving nail or current all throughout the book, is not giving you promises of prosperity, but molding your character into the image of God so that it'll go well for you in His your relationship with him. And when you're reading Roberts, please do not fall into the American mindset of, my life will be good if I do this, but read it in the mindset of the wisdom literature That my character will be good if I do this. Therefore, my relationship with Yahweh will be good if I do this. Therefore, internal and one day in the second coming of Christ, physical prosperity will be good if I do this. The immediate goal is not prosperity in the good life. The immediate goal is the good life of a good character and a good relationship with God. Everything else is blessings on top of that. And that's what the book of Job is gonna deal with. If you're getting the blessings, sorry, if you're not getting the physical blessings, but you're getting the character blessings, do you still worship God? And we'll dive into that more when we get to Job. The other thing that I wanna point out, I really do not believe that Proverbs is meant to be read all the way through, okay? You know when you do those Bible in a year? Great, I've done them many, many times. They've been incredible blessings, that kind of stuff. And then you get the Proverbs, and you're like, oh, my gosh, it's week three, and I'm still in it, okay? And it feels grueling and difficult. And if you're the kind of person like, woo another week, then kudos to you because I'm not there. Um, but if you're the person who feels like you're grueling through it, then welcome to the family, okay? And don't feel guilty because I largely believe that if you read it that way, you're actually missing out on a lot. Narrative is meant to be read through, okay? We're not meant to go week after week after week with a whole bunch of weeks before the next episode on a TV show. When it comes to narrative, you're meant to sit down, start at the beginning of the book, and read through the end of the book because there's a story and themes and narratives that are being developed and we forget very easily and we need to see the big picture. But Proverbs is meant to be meditated on. And I really think if you're just trying to plow through the 31 chapters, so to speak, within a couple of weeks, you're not going slow enough to really allow it to sink into your heart and transform you. And so my advice is take the book of Proverbs and you're reading through the Bible plan and throw it completely out the window. And then read your rest of the Bible, starting in Genesis all the way to Revelation. And then one week, take the book of Proverbs and do your Genesis reading wherever you are. And then take the book of Proverbs and take the first Proverb or two and meditate on that for a week. And then take the next Proverb or two and meditate on the next week. And do Proverbs reading through the year throughout the entire year as you're doing the Bible through a year. Do the narrative day after day after day after day. And do Proverbs one or two a week and meditate on it. And ask yourself, how am I doing this? How am I not doing this? And pray for God to give you the ability to implement in your life. I think that's how Proverbs is meant to be read. I think it's meant to be read more in a meditative way, just like Psalms is. Psalms is. And so don't feel guilty if you can't remember a single proverb after you've read the whole book in one week or felt grueling because Proverbs is meditative. And all the Word of God is meditative, but especially Proverbs. It's way too dense and complicated and character refining for us to go through the whole book in a week and think we can apply it. That would be my recommendation to you.